0: Parents everywhere have to deal with sick kids from time to time, and it's an age-old story. Late at night, a sick child starts coughing and can't seem to stop. What works best to help a coughing child? Well, science is finding your grandmother was right. Here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Dr. Ian Paul of
1: Pennsylvania State University's College of Medicine is a pediatric physician, and he's here to tell us about his recent survey. Dr. Paul, welcome to InfoTrack.
2: Thanks for having me. So tell us what you found. Well, we took kids with coughing cold symptoms, and we compared honey and the common cough suppressant dextromethorphan and no treatment for these kids with these symptoms. And we asked parents to rate their symptoms both on a night when they had no treatment and then the subsequent night when they got one of those treatments. And the parents reported the greatest symptomatic relief for the kids that got the honey.
1: Now, what is it in honey that would cause this?
2: Well, you know, that's tough to say exactly, but there are a couple possible mechanisms how it could work. First, Honey is just very thick liquid that will coat the back of the throat. We've all had that kind of irritant cough or the post-nasal drip that causes cough, and honey just may coat the back of the throat and allow some relief that way. A second way is that honey tastes good and causes some salivation, and salivation can help thin mucus, which might then reduce cough. And then the third way is honey is very rich in antioxidants, and that may help fight whatever virus is causing the cold.
1: Now, there have also been some concerns about the safety of children's cough medicines lately and also whether they actually work or not, right?
2: Including one study that we did, the cough medicines have never been shown to be better than a placebo for children. And as you say, there are definite potential for side effects. So the Food and Drug Administration's Advisory Board in October ruled that kids shouldn't take these medications because they haven't been shown to work and potential for side effects. And that really applied for children under age 6, though they haven't been shown to work for children in any age. So for children over age one, honey may be a good alternative.
1: And you just mentioned age one. There is one safety warning about honey as well.
2: There's a very rare but serious problem for children under age one taking honey, and that's infantile botulism, which can be very severe or fatal. But for kids over one, honey is perfectly safe.
1: Now, how much honey do you recommend and how often?
2: Well, this is our first shot, our first study doing this, and it was a single-dose study. And what we did was we gave children two to five, half a teaspoon. We gave the kids that were six to 11 one teaspoon, and kids 12 and up, we gave two teaspoons. And we only gave a single dose, but I think that this could be done repeatedly over a day since it's so well tolerated.
1: You mentioned you were giving these kids a teaspoon a day. Now, does it make a difference if you give them a spoonful of honey as opposed to maybe putting it in a warm drink or spreading it on a biscuit, for example?
2: That's a great question, and I think it could be done either way. In our study, we gave kind of a spoonful followed by a non-caffeinated beverage of the family's choice or of the child's choice, so that's the way we did it, but I suppose you could mix it.
1: Now, I read that your study used buckwheat honey. I guess there are a lot of different varieties, but just looking in the supermarket, most of the ones that I visited just have clover honey. Is there a big difference in the different types of honey out there?
2: There are small differences. The darker honeys, like buckwheat honey, have a little bit higher antioxidant concentration. I suspect that the clover honey would work well also, and whether there's a difference between the two, I can't say buckwheat honey is available at some supermarkets. We have it locally here in our supermarkets, but I suspect that parents that couldn't find the darker honey certainly could try the clover honey and have good results.
1: Is there a difference in the taste between a darker honey and clover honey, for example?
2: It's a little bit different. The darker honey, like the buckwheat honey, is a little bit stronger flavor, but it still tastes good. Some of the other honeys don't taste quite as good, but Buckwheat honey is a good-tasting one, as everybody knows. The clover honey, which is the usually found supermarket, honey, is very good.
1: Any final words of advice for parents?
2: I think that before going to over-the-counter cough and cold medicines, parents should really give this a try, see how it works, and hopefully they'll find some relief for their kids from this and maybe save a couple bucks, too.
1: And is there anywhere online that folks can read more about this?
2: I think that if they wanted to read the actual study, they could find it on any search engine, but if you wanted to type in honey and cough into a search engine like Google, you'll get lots of reviews of what we did.
1: All right, Dr. Ian Paul from Penn State University's College of Medicine, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at talkzone.com. That's talkzone.com. Thanks to InfoTrack reporters Roy Mackey and Taryn McCall. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer. Our announcer is Charlie Van Dyke. And I'm Chris Whitting. Internet services by Pair.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.